Hello there. This is the Crunchy Christian Podcast, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I am a master herbalist, aromatherapist, author, speaker, blogger, and veteran homeschooling mama of four. You can learn more about how I can equip you to pursue God's best naturally at my website, julienaturally.com. And now, today's show. Hey, everybody, it's Julie with Crunchy Christian Podcast, where we talk about all things green and growing that God gave us. And here we are at the holiday season. And so we're going to spend the next four episodes talking a little bit about healthy holidays. And I don't mean like healthy recipes and things like that. We're going to be talking about something that isn't really talked about all that much with the holidays and really probably should be. And that is just the stress that comes with holidays. So we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, stress eating, emotional eating, how that develops and what to do about it and how it affects you. And uh, just some ideas and tips for how you can combat some of that and have a healthy, healthier time this year. So first of all, you know, <laughs> I think that as moms, this season is hardest on us. And I say that because, you know, who's the one that does uh, most of the work? And it's really moms, right? We cook the food, we plan the parties, we buy the gifts, we make the crafts, we um, manage the kids, we get the house ready for the relatives and the cleaning and all of that. And, and it really can take a toll because you know, we're, the, we are, uh, we're trying to do all of this to have a beautiful holiday season. And sometimes we ourselves don't get to enjoy it as much because of all of the work that we're doing. So sometimes we find ourselves doing things like binging on the chocolate or binging on uh, those pumpkin lattes that are 500 calories per drink. And, and it just creates a bad habit that can then turn into those extra 10 pounds that people gain at the holidays. And it can also be something that carries on into the rest of the year that we don't even really pay attention to sometimes when we're just, um, you know, curled up on the couch with our ice cream or cookies or chips or while we're making those holiday treats that we only see at Christmas. You know what I'm talking about? Those special cookies and those special candies and all those special holiday foods that we just sit there and, and nibble while we're cooking, right? And some of that is just, you know, habit because... Uh, we're tasting it, making sure that it's good and all that. And some of it is a little bit of a comfort thing. So what's the difference between just enjoying a little treat and emotional eating? Because sometimes it's really about emotional eating. And emotional eating is when you're eating to just cover up or stuff all those negative emotions that pop up because we feel guilty about it. 
You feel guilty that you're angry, you're frustrated, you're depressed, you're just feeling um, guilty because maybe it's not such a happy time for you, or maybe it's to just suppress those feelings of feeling of feeling guilty or feeling ashamed or feeling just really hurt by something that somebody said or did, especially around the holidays when you have uh, a lot of relatives and parties and things with folks that you may not see most of the time. And all those old hurts and strained relationships sometimes come, come back up and we're like, well, you know, I, I don't want to say anything. I don't want to ruin the holiday. And so we just kind of stuff it and then stuff our face. <laughs> I, really, that's that would be emotional eating. So we're trying to eat to feel better. And the, re, the habit of that doesn't just come about overnight. We've developed a pattern of behavior. So the pattern is something that we don't always pay attention to. And we're not always aware of. We're just kind of doing it. But if you're paying attention, you'll notice, okay, every time Aunt Susan says that really offensive opinion, I just feel compelled to put more of those the sweet candied yams in my mouth and I just eat one more cookie to help me keep my mouth shut from saying something really offensive or to just stuff the hurt that is uh, going on in my heart. So that would be one of those kinds of things that we, that we can encounter and that would be a pattern that we can detect. So that's one of the ways you can start to notice if you're engaging in emotional eating or just snacking um, or just tasting the food and enjoying yourself. If it's a pattern that's developing, every time you feel hurt or upset that you do that, you eat one more cookie, (laughs) then um, it's most likely due to an emotional eating habit. And you can figure that out by keeping a journal or um, just keeping a notebook and paying attention. Okay, I'm eating again. Is there something that happened that I am feeling compelled to stuff my emotions and just cover it up? Or am I eating because I'm actually hungry? Or am I eating because the food is just there and it tastes really good and um, I just feel compelled to have some more because I don't have this kind of thing very often. So start to notice those patterns in yourself. And it can be really hard to admit that, hmm, you know, I'm using food as a way to cover my emotions, to deal with my emotions, to prevent myself from having to face my emotions or having to face that person, uh, having to deal with the conflict. So keep that journal and start to track that because stuffing the emotions and covering up for it is unhealthy. And we're going to talk in a future podcast about 
how emotional eating affects your body and how it affects your health, especially long-term. So today we're just talking about how to recognize that that's happening and how those habits even get started in the first place because we weren't always doing that. It's something that has developed over time, right? So the next thing is, is that the emotional eating can be can behave as a little bit like an addiction. So uh, it works with your reward center in your brain. And every time you feel down or, like I said, frustrated, angry, depressed, ashamed, guilty, any of those things, your brain has learned to send a signal that, okay, I, ne- I need something to feel better again. I need something to help me feel better. And works with that reward system in your brain to, okay, I'm rewarding myself and I'm, I'm stuffing that emotion with food. So it does work that way. And especially with sugar. So I want to bring special attention to that because emotional eating can sometimes be just eating a lot of chips uh, and eating you know, eating a lot of ice cream or something, although that is also sweet. But sometimes it's always eating cookies or chocolate or some kind of candies. And that can be not just an emotional addiction, but can also be a sugar addiction. And that's uh, a more complicated issue because it involves not just overcoming the pattern and the habit there, but also breaking the sugar addiction, which can actually be stronger than a cocaine addiction, believe it or not. Um, You can see more about that in the podcast notes. Um, There are some links there. And I do offer a ditch the sugar habit bundle. And there is a link in the show notes for that also that can help you to conquer that sugar habit. So check that out. So how do we get started in this habit of emotional eating? Because like I said, it, it doesn't just pop up overnight. It's something that you've developed over time. So believe it or not, sometimes it can develop from childhood. You know, those times when maybe your parents, and maybe you do this too as a parent, I, I it, it has been fascinating for me to learn about this because It's things that you don't think about as a parent, you know, giving rewards that are foods or what may feel like a punishment to a child or even offering something to make them feel better. You're offering food. So things like when you are feeling sad because maybe um, you lost the baseball game, maybe your parents did that when you were a child or maybe you do that like the child uh, loses a baseball game. And so you say, well, you know what? I know what will help you feel better. Let's go for some ice cream. That'll help you feel better. And so that type of thing going on enough in different situations where you felt sad can set up a pattern of, oh, when I feel sad, I can give myself a treat and then I'll feel better. So that can be a pattern that, your parents inadvertently set up, or and like I said, maybe you're setting up too, unintentionally. There's also the habits of, well, you know, oh, you got good grades. 
well, let's go out to eat, or you earned a special treat uh, for, um, for your good grades. So you can have that kind of thing going on. Or, oh, you don't get desserts because you didn't finish your dinner. So all of those kinds of things can create unintentionally, I mean, you know, trying to give rewards and do something that you feel a child deserves or your parents felt that you deserved. And it can unintentionally set up a pattern of associating food with rewards and associating food with comfort. And even outside of that, food is an important part of social gatherings, right? That's what we're doing at the holidays is we're gathering together with family. And many times it's a lot of happy memories, a lot of just really warm feelings that happen around food. And even if your family situation creates a lot of stress, there are a lot of other really good memories that happen around food. So you have birthdays that often are full of yummy cakes and special dinners. And you may have other celebrations. You have 4th of July picnics or Uh, You had big church picnics. Different things that we do are all associated with food. And so we associate good feelings and warmth and togetherness with food. And um, unfortunately, sometimes that can set us up with a pattern of Uh, emotional eating, of eating to feel good and stuff those negative emotions because of the association between feeling good and food. So that's how we can sort of be set up for having problems with diets, with stress during the holidays, with going from one kind of diet to another or yo-yo dieting or have a really hard time giving up our favorite things is because we are eating to meet an emotional need. And um, that's part of the, the biggest problem with emotional eating is satisfying an inner emotional need, satisfying a spiritual need, and avoiding facing what we really need to do, uh, which is dealing with those negative emotions. Um, So I would urge you to take a look at the links in the uh, show notes and read more about this issue of emotional eating. There's a link that you can learn more about this, especially in terms of the link between our emotions and how uh, emotional eating can affect your emotions because it sets off a cycle of you feel guilty because you ate some food, ate stuff again, and you know that you shouldn't be doing that. And then you, because you feel bad, then you eat again and it can just set off this negative cycle. So please take a look at that in the show notes and join me next time where we talk more about this issue and we learn how emotional eating negatively affects your body and your brain too. So 
remember that wellness starts with plants. And for this particular episode, remember that food can only be your medicine if it is used to nourish your body's health, not as a substitute for Christ. We need to seek Christ and seek to reconcile ourselves with others and um, seek forgiveness as well. So join me next week and look for me on Facebook at Julie Naturally or on Instagram at Julie.Naturally. Until next time. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Show notes for today's broadcast can be found at crunchychristianpodcast.com. Hit the subscribe button now so you can join me next week. Until then, remember all you need is God, people, and growing things. God bless. God bless.